Attention all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. The great economist, our dear friend, Steve Forbes, of course, uh, editor-in-chief of Forbes and so much more, presidential candidate, too, as well. And, uh, Steve, it's wonderful to have you here. This is Rita Cosby. Uh, your reaction to, first of all, what we heard from the Fed today, this is uh, good news, but I think it's all about politics. Uh, well, it's good to be with you, Rita, and you're right. It is about politics. Uh, no coincidence that an election year is coming up, and uh, lo and behold, the Federal Reserve uh, wants to... Uh, change gradually from Scrooge to Santa Claus without uh, overtly messing up the economy. This is not the first time the Fed has played politics, as you know. In 2022, when uh, Powell was trying to uh, get reappointment, he increased the money supply and used a gimmick to try to mitigate it, but he increased the money supply to keep interest rates low so the White House would look upon him favorably. And uh, he's done some strange things in the past. So uh, he's not a friend of Republicans. He does have a predilection, even though uh, he was appointed by uh, reappointed by uh, the uh, by President Trump or appointed originally by President Trump. So, uh, yeah, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But the market loves it. So, yeah. The so market Steve, was gangbusters today. The, the, the market's taken off and they expect interest rates to go down. But look, core CPI is still at four percent. And uh, the 10-year uh, government bond is at 4% also. How can that be? It's got to be a premium over inflation, certainly. That, uh, is the Fed getting way ahead of itself? Uh, well, they, they would look at the shorter rates and say uh, they're above the uh, rate that uh, eventually of the rate of inflation. And they think that the uh, price increases are uh, not going up as much. But uh, I I don't think politically it's going to make much difference in 2024. Most people feel the country's in the wrong direction. Most people feel they're paying more and not getting as much for their money. Even when you see a decline in prices of gasoline, people know that can change very quickly. But they see other things going up, health care costs going up, education costs going up. So they're not in a happy mood. Well, and also, by the way, panic is going up, Steve Forbes. I saw you earlier today uh, talking about Biden's failed foreign policy uh, towards Israel. Uh, to me, it is shameful that he came out recently and was criticizing the Netanyahu government. Here they are fighting Hamas. Uh, I mean, this is just the waffling and the undermining. Your thoughts of, of how dangerous that is. Well, what it does is encourages our adversaries. It encourages Putin that he's going to win the war in Ukraine. Adv- uh, encourages uh, Xi Jinping in China that his pressure on Taiwan ultimately is going to pay off. And in the meantime, he can squeeze us out of the Pacific and start to once again browbeat the countries like the Philippines into uh, acknowledging that Beijing in the, is, uh, has to be kowtowed to. So uh, and then with Israel, it's absolutely outrageous that uh, Biden would say they need a new government. They have a unity government during the war. We all know that when the war is over, that uh, there'll be a change. Uh, Netanyahu, I think, will suffer the same fate that Golda Meir did at the 1973 Yom Kippur War. When that was out of the way, a few months later, she had to step down. I think Netanyahu knows that. But in the meantime, they're going to prosecute the war fully because Hamas is many ways as bad or worse than the Nazis. They don't have the power that uh, Germany had in World War II, but they certainly have the inclination and the uh, blood desire to destroy Israel and uh, kill the Jews. 
Steve, it's Richard Weinberg. When they tell you they want to kill you and they're going to keep doing it over and over again, they keep coming back. What does the Biden administration expect Israel to do? Just let them take over Gaza again and wait for the next big attack? Well, that's what's so preposterous about it. Uh, you know, they say, oh, you know, free uh, the Palestinians. Well, Gaza was given its, uh, as you know, Israel withdrew from Gaza in 2005. Uh, the Hamas uh, quickly took over thereafter. Uh, they poisoned the education and everything else. And Israel, as you also know, goes out of its way to avoid civilian casualties. Their uh, troops often take casualties, uh, try to, uh, in an attempt to avoid uh, having uh, civilians uh, get wounded or, or, or killed. But they get no credit for it. And no matter what they do, part of the world is always going to hate them. And that's why the Biden administration's just got to shut its mouth, give Israel what it needs to do the job, and uh, that'll make for a better world. And by the way, behind the scenes, I know uh, the, the Arabs, many of them in Saudi Arabia and in the, uh, in, in the Gulf states, other than Qatar, are want Hamas destroyed. And, and they don't want the, to the, dominate the region. By the way, Ed Cox here, and the Arab street is quiet. <laughs> it's not making any, I mean, the universities are making more noise than the Arab street is. Especially Harvard uh, and UPenn. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and what the coin of the realm in, uh, in the Mideast is strength. And of Israel wiping out Hamas, uh, there will be a quiet cheer going up all across the Mideast, and it will, the, Possibilities of putting together the Abraham Accords with Saudi Arabia. Actually, don't you think that those possibilities still exist? Yes. Uh, what, what, what the Arabs want, other than a handful like the Syrians and the Qatarians, is uh, to have uh, Iran's ambitions curbed. And uh, at some point, which gets no coverage now, a big hard decision has to be made. Are they going to allow Iran to become a nuclear power? And I don't think the Israelis are going to stand for it. So we uh, hopefully will have by then a president who uh, will have the backbone to realize this should have been dealt with 10 or 12 years ago, but they cannot let the Ayatollahs have the bomb. Yeah, you need a president uh, with, I call it a cojones. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah. diplomatic way, Peter King. Good. Yeah, see, I, I'm just thinking, what does happen if Iran does get the nuclear weapon? What does that mean as far as the world economy? Apart from the military aspect, how do you see that impacting the world economy? Well, it's going to hurt the world economy because it means the world becomes more unstable. When you have a more unstable world, it means less prosperity. And uh, that's another thing they overlook. And so with Iran uh, controlling with the bomb, they figure they'll control the oil Middle East, uh, which will put uh, and that'll enable Russia and others to put pressure on Europe. And when you have a hostile political environment, that means less prosperity. Also combined with U.S. oil production being restricted by Biden also. Yeah, and they're making which, which, which uh, another insane thing they're doing. While Iran is uh, getting $2 billion a week uh, because of uh, the lack of sanctions. It's outrageous. Steve Forbes, thank you so much for being with us. We love having you on. Good to be with you and keep the faith. Thank oh, you. thank you. You too, my friend. Thanks so much.